Hello, everyone, and welcome to Be The Change. This podcast is a remake of the original Be The Change podcast, and it's basically about a message that God wants to share with the world. Now, I've been having visions since I was really, really young, and the vision stopped for a really long while and started up again a few years ago. And those visions are what led me to create this podcast in an effort to get God's message out to as many people as possible. Now, I had originally made this podcast very urgently because that's the sense that I had and I got it out there so I scrambled to put it together and um, it was doing really well but as time has gone by and I've had time to revisit it, I decided that I wanted to make it a little bit more succinct and just include a little more information and background so that it would help you understand where I was coming from. Um, Now, please join me in the remake of this podcast um, as I explain some of the visions that led to its creation and as I also share the message that God has for all of you. And now that I'm on the topic, I feel like I should apologize in advance for this not being what most people would consider maybe a conventional podcast because the truth is, is that I've never really listened to a podcast and the only reason that I chose this platform as the way to share this message is because of the parameters that I was given within which I was expected to act. Now, that was a mouthful, but I'll explain more about that next. So now let's get into the detail about why I created this podcast and why I even chose the podcast format in order to share the message that I was asked to share. And now for those of you who never heard the original podcast, this podcast was created because I was asked to share a message, a message that, um, like I said, felt urgent enough for me to work on as much as possible over the course of two weeks. Now this time around when working on it, um, I didn't touch any of the original words on some of the episodes because they were not my words to change. So the only parts that I changed and made more succinct are the parts that I interpreted based on the visions that I had been having and the messages that I had received. And the rest of the podcast remained in its original form. Now, the words in this message come from the Creator, the one who goes by many names, but who I call God. And it's important for you to understand that even though I do call Him God, who I'm referring to is the universal God. And it's also important for you to understand what he helped me understand through these visions and through his message. And you know, now that we're on this topic, I feel like I need to mention the fact that religion shouldn't be a point of contention. It really should be the common thread that brings us all together. It should be a source of unification because at the end of the day, if you really think about it, What we end up arguing about is the minutia of it all, when compared to that one main commonality, the be all end all, which is God. Now, let me give you an example. Let's suppose that three people walk into an empty room and they come across an apple that's sitting on the table. Now, what would you say if those three people started arguing back and forth about how that apple got there? Instead of just agreeing on the obvious and indisputable fact that it's there. I mean, it really wouldn't make much sense to argue the details of how it got there, would it? So shouldn't those people just agree that they all see the apple rather than spend any of their time arguing over how it got there? Now, to keep the analogy going, let's say that 
we all have text and stories that tell us about how that apple got there, but unfortunately, not all of the stories say the same thing. Can't we all just respect each other's beliefs and accept the fact that those beliefs, no matter what they might be, don't change the fact that there's still this big shiny red apple sitting right on that table? So what I'm trying to say is that as much as we would like to believe that we are all so different, we are much more alike than we think. And it's really important for us to focus on those likenesses, focus on those commonalities, on our humanity and our equality. And you know, forget about your version of the story being any more correct than anyone else's and just try and accept that there's only one way that you're ever going to find out the truth. And that way isn't going to happen while you're still here. Now, I'll leave you with one last thing. God didn't intend multiple religions, but he did anticipate them because he knows humanity. And you know, I'll never forget how in the Bible, there's this passage where God appeared to Moses and he called himself, I am, which was brilliant if you think about it, because, you know, it shows that his focus was never on his name. His focus has always been on his existence. And it's time that we just all accept that no matter what we call him, what matters is that he exists. And what's always important for us to remember is the equality of human beings in his eyes. Is that at the end of the day, all that matters is who we are, how we treat others, and how we choose to live. And that's what this is all about. So with that, I wanted to move forward. Um, you know, I've struggled back and forth with about how to begin or which details to give you about my life. Um, not because I don't want to share, because I'm an open book, but because I don't want to take a lot of time talking about myself or risk boring you to death. I mean, nothing says fun and exciting like a whole story about sickness and death. So I decided to um, keep this part really short because what's important is what I learned from what I went through rather than the details of it. So here it goes. Um, along with the slew of visions, which I will start telling you about in the next episode, you know, I really suffered a lot. And while trying to understand the meanings, lessons, and purposes behind all of the visions that I was having, I was also struggling to understand what was happening to me. My experience was difficult. I was very, very sick. And I didn't know how long I was going to be here. I have two really small kids. And for me, the idea of my time here being limited was sobering. I felt like I didn't have enough time to show my loved ones how much I really love them, to teach my little ones everything that I still had left to teach, to give them all of the advice that I'd been saving up to give. And I guess especially more than anything, it was I felt guilty about not being able to spend all of that extra time that I had wanted to spend with them or do all of the things that I had wanted to do with them that I hadn't yet had a chance to do. But in the end, I will say that all of it was worth what I got out of it and I'm not saying this to try to tell anybody what to do but it's just one of those things that I have to say no matter what being a parent is the most important job that human beings have and sometimes we prioritize other things but once we see that these things are taking time away from our being able to be our best and do our best for our families we really should take the time to reconsider them 
Cherish every moment that you have with your kids and give them all the love that you can because you really never know how much time you have left with them. Even if your time isn't cut short, they're only children for a short while. And I'll tell you, I'll never forget how sad it made me when I sometimes, rather a lot of the time, when I found myself not being able to carry my kids or when I couldn't play. Other times I was cranky because I was in so much pain that even when I was doing a pretty good job at hiding it, I still really wasn't as sweet and as nice as I could have been. And sometimes it even caused problems in my relationship, in my marriage. I mean, imagine being young and having a spouse that's always sick. I mean, it's not really something that many people want to sign up for. It was just really, really hard. And as difficult as it was, I never complained. And not because I'm a martyr, and not because I'm perfect or amazing, but because I've always had faith in my heart, not only in God, but also in His plan, in the things that He allows to happen. And I say that I believe this, and I am this way, not because I am better than anyone else in any way, but because it's really unfair for me. I just really think that it's unfair for me to even not be perfect. I think that it's wrong for me to make mistakes and to give in to temptation as often as I even do, even though I really, really, really try hard not to. And the reason is, is that above anything else, I really can't say that I believe in God. I can't even say that I have faith that he exists because that would require my not knowing it. And I do know. I know because He's shown himself to me in so many ways because of the visions that I've had, because of the experiences that I've had with him. And so if you ask me, do you believe in God? In short, I'll say yes, but in reality, it would be unfair. It's a lot more than belief. So anyway, that's why I didn't complain. It's because I understood and I've always known that there's always a plan and there is always a reason whether we ever realize what that is or not. Now, in the end, it was learning to see the world and my situation through the eyes of God that really made me change my perspective. The, well, just the way that I saw things in general, like even how I saw my own problem. I was able to see past all of the ugly, the difficult, the scary, so that I could see what a great blessing all of it really turned out to be. And. It's about how I allowed that experience to change me and then how my change helped to slowly change those around me. And it wasn't until then that I had what I call my matrix moment and everything changed. Literally everything around me changed. People, the world, experiences. I started to see beauty in everything, in all people. I learned more acceptance, more compassion, more patience, faith. There's such a long list of things that I learned from my experience and from what I went through. You know, the process that I endured and the one that changed me is basically what I'm here to talk about. And it's not new information, but it's information that God finds is really important and really urgent to bring to light again. All of the visions that I had, all of the pain and suffering that I experienced, all of it was really necessary for my having been able to come to see myself humanity and our existence in a light that would have otherwise been improbable had it not been for what I went through, therefore making it impossible for me to share what I have come to be prepared to share with you now. It's 
what helped me understand the message that was being shared with me and the change that I was being asked to make. And you know, after I went through the whole ordeal and I learned from it and what I needed to learn, that's when I was finally asked to share what I had learned with the world. The exact words that were used, and this is to explain why it is that I created a podcast, because obviously God did not come down on a cloud and say, please create a podcast for me. That did not happen. Um, The exact words that were used uh, were actually to share this message with the whole of humanity, which I personally understood to mean the whole world, regardless of ethnicity, race, religion. This was a message that he made very clear to me was meant for everyone. And I was like, yeah, sure, super simple. Let me just tell everyone about this message. And in case you didn't notice the sarcasm in my voice, let me tell you, I really had no idea how I was going to do it. Because since you don't know me, you don't know this, but I never use social media. I'm not a celebrity. So how exactly was I supposed to do this? Oh, and to make matters even more complicated, um, the message had to stand on its own, meaning that the messenger, me, well, let's just say that I'm not supposed to be going around being recognized for this. I was told to be like an invisible hand, like I'm helping somebody. And by the way, those were the exact words, invisible hand. So uh, that's when I tell you some of the words that I won't change. So I was told to share this message with the whole of humanity, just like that. And I am meant to be an invisible hand. Awesome. So I feel like his purpose in this, and this is just my interpretation of it, is that he doesn't want me, he doesn't want the message to be attached to anyone. He wants this message to stand on its own because it's the message that's important, not the person relaying it. And um, and I get that. I totally understand why, but the real question for me was how? How the heck was I going to accomplish that? And that's why I created the podcast. It was the best way that I could think of to be able to share this message with tons of people at a time and still remain anonymous. Now, sometimes life hands you an opportunity and all you have to do is take it. This is one of those opportunities. It was an opportunity for me to share this message with you. And it's just as much an opportunity for you to use it to change and be the person that you were meant to be, to become the change that God wants to see in the world. And what's cool about this opportunity is that all you need to do is to better yourself. And what's going to come about and result will be your ability not only to change yourself, but if we could get this out to enough people, it will do what it needs to do and it will change the world, saving it from what it's becoming. So please, I implore you to listen to this message, like it, rate it, share it with everyone that you can and become part of this movement for a better world. Please join me next week. Um, I'm gonna start telling you about my visions then. Thank you, and I'll see you next week.